Welcome to the Journey Expressed. I'm Jen Houston. And I'm Mel Boyd. You're invited to come along with us on an adventure discovering the more of God. Hi everybody, I'm Jen Houston and with me today is my co-host Mel Boyd. Mel, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah girl, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Well, we have something very exciting that we want to share with you. There is a big purpose for us coming together to have this documented conversation. We will get to that in a minute, but what I want to do first is kind of tell people who we are and how we met. So how did we meet, Mel? Yes, well, back in my 20s, uh, and you were a senior in high school, I remember, and I was, um, I think it was after YWAM, Youth with a Mission, and I had met some friends of yours, mutual mm -hmm. friends, in Poland on a mission trip. And they had gone to the same church that you did. Wow, yeah. And so your dad was doing um, a ministry called Strawberry Fields. Mm -hmm. You want to tell a little bit about that? Yeah, that was so exciting. I really, as a teenager, that was probably the first time that I kind of wrestled through, like, my double life. You know, you've got your public school life and then you've got your church life. And that was a coming out into like, I am fully embracing who I am as a believer. Mm -hmm. And what we did, we threw it down and we threw a stage down and got some mm -hmm. generators and we worshiped out in the strawberry fields down in Weddington. And yes. um, it was such a rich time, such a raw time, wouldn't you say? Of yes. just raw faith, new faith um, for a lot of people, and it yeah. was really special, and those it are the was. foundations of our friendship. Yes. Yep. So it's been a, a long, we've had a long friendship. Yeah. Just <laughs> a few years. We won't say That's how right. many years, but well, the reason why we're here today for this conversation together is because with that as your foundation in a friendship, you know the Lord is going to do something special, and the mm -hmm. Lord, I could cry right now just thinking about how many things that the Lord has walked us through mm -hmm. and how many um, times that we've gotten to minister together and grow in the prophetic and hearing God's voice, um, grow together in our understanding of, of how to apply what we're learning. Mm -hmm. And one of the most significant things that I think has happened in our friendship are the bridal dreams of 2015. Yes. So what we want to do first, before we tell you about these dreams, we want to give you a little bit of a biblical case for God still speaking today through dreams. For more in-depth teaching on hearing God's voice through dreams, there's a booklet that one of our mutual friends and I wrote called Dreams, Visions of the Night. And it's available on PDF right now and will be going to print soon. And it just goes into um, the basics of hearing God's voice, a biblical case for hearing his voice. I sat down with one of our mutual friends, Lisa Shea, on her podcast called The Shaycation, and we did a three-part series called God Speaks Through Dreams. And so our friends listening can reference deeper material for a biblical case at those two platforms, and we'll put that information in the show notes. So moving right along, let's get... Let's go yes. back to 2015. Okay. And what I would like to do, I guess what I'll do is share what happened to me on March 26, 2015. What really caught me with this dream from March 26th was it had so much detail in it. And the other ones I never actually wrote down. But since this one was so striking, I actually took time and wrote it down. 
I was at our church, St. Giles Evangelical Presbyterian Church. During a morning service, Chris, my husband, and I were going to have a wedding ceremony or a renewing of our vows outside the church. I was not prepared. I didn't have a plan. My dress was not ready. I put on a dress that felt good and fit perfectly, but it was black with silver roses all over it. I felt comfortable in it, but I was afraid of what people were going to think about it, and I knew it was not appropriate for the ceremony. So I went into what we call the bride's room just off the lobby and was looking in the closet, and it was huge in the dream. I was trying to find something white, unwrinkled, and enough layers so the black dress would not be seen. Everyone was waiting for what seemed to be a long time. I was hurrying, and my mom was trying to help. I I kept having to put layers and layers on in order to cover the black dress underneath. Nate, the pastor, rearranged the service to give me more time to get ready. I thought it was turning into the afternoon because it was taking so long to get ready. But I checked the time and it was 10.45. I felt relieved that people weren't leaving yet, that they were getting antsy and so they were beginning the reception, but we hadn't yet had the ceremony. So what happened after I had that dream, I put it in my journal and I closed it and didn't tell anybody. And about a week later on April 4th, I received a phone call early on a Saturday morning from my friend Mel and this is what she had to say. I was at a campground. Jen and Chris were renewing their vows. They were going to do that in a big tent. The tent was full of people. Next to that, there was a small building. Jen, myself, Jen's mom, Pat Brown, the bridesmaids and many women were in that building. The bridesmaids wore black and Jen had a black dress on as well. I remember thinking I wanted to pray for Jen with all these women present, but time got away. The women had already gone into the tent and it was time for the bridesmaids and Pat to go in as well. Jen and I were waiting for someone to come and get us to go in. In Jen's wedding, I knew that there were 21 bridesmaids in her original wedding, but at this ceremony of the renewal of the vows, she had half of the amount, 10. As Jen and I were waiting, I shared with her that I wanted to pray. I was praying Haggai 2.9 over Jen. The latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. We waited a long time. When it was time, we walked into the tent and it was not crowded. It was about half full. When Jen walked into the tent, suddenly she was wearing a white dress on top of the black dress, but two inches of the black dress was showing at the bottom. So Mel, when you shared that with me, it was, I was shaking, kind of like I am now, fear and trembling, and I freaked out. And you were probably, what was your response? You were like, why, what, what's going on? Well, I loved your response, Jen, because when I told you, and you, just immediately there was like silence, and then you just said, shut up. Yep. And that was it. Yeah. True story. I did. I, I told you to shut up because you had no idea that just the week before I had almost the same dream. So yeah. really these dreams have been intimate um, in our friendship. We have prayed over them countless times. We have sought counsel mm -hmm. for the interpretation and for the application of them. We really feel like it's a significant time to finally release these dreams, to compile all of the things that we have studied and prayed over and, mm -hmm. and really release them for people as encouragement, as exhortation, 
as strategy for what to do right now in this time. And really what got my attention just a couple of weeks ago, it was um, the first time that our church, St. Giles Presbyterian Church in Charlotte, met outside on a Sunday morning in many months since March, since the beginning of COVID. And it was the first time on a Sunday morning and I was sitting on my lawn chair with my family. And as the service went on, I noticed Nate, the pastor, get up in front and he was standing in the same place that he was standing in my dream. Nate was standing and he had a black long sleeve shirt on with a white shirt on top of it. And it just got my attention. And then all of a sudden as worship was going on and that was going through my mind a little bit, and I was aware of where we were standing and it felt like I had truly lived this moment before because of the dream. I looked down and I was wearing a pair of white jeans and a solid black sweater. And then my heart started thumping like, (laughs) what is going on? So as the worship continued and I was just praying, Lord, what does this mean? Do I say something? I got my phone out to just kind of jot down a couple of thoughts. And as I was looking at my phone about to open the notes app, I first noticed that had just turned 1046 AM. Underneath the time, I noticed it was October 4th and October's the 10th month. Mm -hmm. And of course the fourth and the next day would be the fifth. And so we know the number 10 showed up in both of our dreams. Right. And 1045 was actually the time in in my dream. So uh, all my antennas, my hair was sticking (laughs) up. I was like, okay, God, you are so near. So I just jotted down a couple of things on my phone. But that experience for me really solidified that now is the time. Now is the time to release the dreams and their interpretation. Well, all of this is just so remarkable. We are going to continue the conversation in a part two. But Mel, do you have any closing thoughts for our listeners? Yeah, just something again as we're talking about these dreams. And um, really it comes down to hearing his voice. Mm-hmm. And that's through dreams and that's through you know visions. And I mean, the Bible talks about that. It's like everywhere in scripture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you were talking earlier, John 10, 10 came um, to my mind of we are as sheep and we hear his voice. Yeah. So yes, this is just, this is a conversation really at the foundation is we hear his voice, you hear his voice. So in this next podcast, we want to move from information to revelation and application. Yeah, stay with us because you're not going to want to miss it because we really feel like the Lord wants to reveal a word for right now and how to move through this season in the church as individuals, as believers, and as community. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Expressed. We're so glad you're here with us today. Make sure to check out today's show notes, and we hope you join us on the next adventure.